That's a Starbucks cup that's, on your desk. That is a Starbucks cup on my desk. Talk about, not, talk about absolute faggotry. I did not choose it. Um, there was a deal for, like, buy one, get one, and Ash was like, I'll get Devin one. And it was a peppermint hot chocolate, and you know what? They fucked it up, and I had to make it better. How the fuck do you fuck up peppermint hot chocolate? Please explain. Um, I guess when you add an entire large cup full of water, you're only allowed to add one spoonful of cocoa and half a spoonful of sugar. Like, it was so bland and devoid of joy. Don't understand. It's a Christmas cup. Like, first off, it's fucking November, and I'm drinking the goddamn Christmas cup. Fuck off. Okay. But secondly... How do you like if it's you're Christmas making, cup? It's devoid of joy. It's it is devoid of joy. Yeah. How do you fuck that up? I don't know. Tim Hortons, as cheap, as inefficient, and, and as shitty as their, as their coffee so is, so sludgy. At least, at the very least, they did not fuck up. <laughs> at least in my current memory, uh, and hot chocolate. Right. I mean, I give it time. <laughs> I used to make it all the time at home. I actually had like a jar of candy cane bits that I would just melt down in milk and chocolate. You see, we have just like, at home because we're fat, um, we enjoy our mint hot chocolate, so we just have it, we just have it, we just have like melt, like melt some of that shit in this shit, i.e. the, the milk or cream or whatever the fuck yep. you, yeah, you you prefer your hot chocolate with. Yeah, I boil milk, like just straight milk, no water. Yeah. And then add stuff to that. Cause it's, yeah, it, that's, that's... That makes us smooth. That's flavor country. That's yes. dedication. Hot, that When you make that hot chocolate <laughs> specifically for that, th- that's a commitment. That's not like, you have to wash dishes afterwards. Yep. You have to, yep. like, take out milk and hope that it doesn't expire. Like, there's a lot that can go wrong with that, but <laughs> you, you, you kept going with you it. You can't leave it on the stove for too long or else you burn the milk. Yeah. Like, you gotta, you gotta be... You gotta pay attention to that shit. It is delectable drink that you need to, you need to craft. You need, to, you need to love, you need to put care, you need to put actual fucking joy into this. You know what? I picture Starbucks, like, their, their version of hot chocolate is just, you see the boiling milk, and you happen to forget that you did, don't have any chocolate to melt with that chocolate. So you know what you do? You just spooge in it. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, not even, like, a, like, like a full-on, like, oh, man, I'm really into this spooge, but, like... Uh, the type that you're just like, I'm definitely over a pot of boiling milk, and I don't. I want to get over this as quickly as possible. And this is spooge. like your your third spooge in a row. You just got over your refractory period. Yeah, like you you just. This is a post spooging hot chocolate, and you're like, well, I got I got to put something in there. Yeah, somebody just ordered one 15 minutes ago. You were raring for that one. The one I got, they're like, I I I think I got some more in the balls there. Let me just let me just. Ah, come on. <laughs> And, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's 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 effectively that hot chocolate I picture. That is uh, that is Starbucks. The, the half-hearted spooge hot uh, chocolate. Yeah, it is just a, a teardrop from a dick. Let's start the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how was your week? <laughs> I guess two weeks. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go balls right into it. I almost got into a fist fight over my goddamn parking spot. You were very excited to share the story on well, the podcast. We didn't get a chance to last week, and it's just like, it is the most ridiculous story I've had in the past... For, for a long time, I actually. mean, since I've been in high school, I think. <laughs> well, first of all, we're adults. Typically, fist fights are less common. You would think. You would think, right? Unless you're like an actual piece of shit. 
if you're an actual piece of shit, then you get in the fistfights all the time because you need to prove how machismo you are and like you know. And you can fucking... be a piece of shit in the fact that you just do shitty things. And yeah, like you're you're the you're the atypical like uh, coward villain type, but you you are really bad at getting away with it. Yeah, so fistfights can occur for multiple reasons. Being drunk and a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, writing your mouth and somebody doesn't like it. Ding. Yeah. Uh, let's, what else do we got? We got fucking just trying to prove something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, asking uh, one another person to practice his MMA. You know, that's yeah, a fistfight. Yeah. You know? Actually, just like, um, just just going up. Like, the, the best way to start a fight is if you just go up to somebody and say, fight. Uh, but, no, I... Parking spot. I almost got into a fist fight over my my own parking spot. Yep. So, um, one night, a couple weeks ago, went out just to get groceries, and uh, <clears throat> we were gone for maybe less than an hour. Yes. The grocery store is very close. Just pop in, pop out. I got like some Skeddy making stuff, made some kick-ass Skeddy. But uh, I got home. Was that Skeddy Thursday? Was it Skeddy Thursday? No. Okay. It was, it was a weekend sketty. Right, it was a nice right. weekend sketty. Um, the weather was not appropriate for sketty when I made all it. All right, all right. That, that's I, that's yeah. mainly what I wanted to know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, got on, delivered. I, I parked behind their car, and somebody parked in the part spot beside me that also you're not supposed to park in because that also is not videos of parking. So I just parked my car behind those two assholes. Took my stuff in. And then uh, thought better of, you know, if, if somebody comes out trying to move their car, I'm parked there, they could call a tow truck on me. Oh, look at me, egg in my face. So, I, I moved my car out to the Oval. Yep. Because there is a, a cul-de-sac at the end, and then you drive over to my place after that. And uh, so I moved my car out there. And uh, as I'm walking back, I I see the, like, the, the parking enforcement guy actually just kind of parked near where I park. I was like, oh, well, let's just riddle me this. And I walk over to the guy and ask, like, so what's uh, what's the deal on uh, giving parking tickets out here? Because there's some asshole in my spot. And he's like, well, you got to call the billing manager. I can't just issue out for you saying stuff. I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. That's fine. That's fair. I get that. Yes. <clears throat> so he's like, yep, I, but I got I to gotta go take care of something. But literally, I'm just around, like, a, just a turn away. So I guess he either, like, parks his vehicle in either the other apartments or something like that. I don't know. So I'm like, alright, fine. Call the building manager. So I don't get the normal person that I deal with who I just like who's a fantastic person. But I get another person from the other building across the road. I was like, you know what? That's fine. I'll deal with you. She seems alright. Uh turns out she's a fantastic old lady as well. Excellent. So um, she is parking justice. Yeah. So the reason I actually saw the parking enforcement move my car after everything also was to deliver the note on the back of the car, which I usually leave on masking tape, but I actually went to Full Nelson and wrote it down on a nice piece of paper and slapped it on there with some masking tape. And I like how you call that the Full Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, there's, it's one thing to leave a note just underneath the windshield wiper. Yeah. It's another thing to take what I do and I just write it on masking tape with Sharpie and I just slap the masking tape on their car. Yeah. It's another thing to write it out on a full piece of paper, slap that with masking tape on the back windshield, and and just announce it to everybody, hey, look at me, I'm a giant asshole parked in somebody else's spot, yep. which is pretty much what the note said. Yep. So I go back out there after the building manager comes over to inspect the car in order to call the person and get the ticket. So she calls 311. Uh, they're closed. Mm. At 7. Mm. On a Saturday or Sunday or something like that. Mm. 
just their business hours are over. It's like, okay, fucking cool. No, it was 6.30. It was 6.30. But then we find out, just through the process of deduction, that the reason the parking enforcement was here was to deliver the car in my spot a ticket because he was in somebody else's spot. But he came out before he got the ticket, moved his car into now my spot. So now I'm trying to call the business and try the traffic guy again in order to give a ticket to the same guy who was almost getting a ticket before. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're standing out there, me and the, the building manager, and she's like, you know what, I'm going to call the non-emergency number, see what they can do, if we can tell her or something like that, because this is that same piece of shit. And as she's on the phone, ringing, 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 I guess trying to get a hold of somebody, we hear yelling. No. And from the building across the way, is this fucking? He looked half black, half white. So I called him, you know, just because I he was kind of an asshole, the African, and he, he's saying yelling. So I don't know what he's saying, but eventually he comes up to us, and she's like, "Is that your car?" He's like, "Yeah, it's my car." What are you doing? What are you on the on with the cops or something like that? Are you calling the cops or something right now? It's like, well, you're parked in somebody's spot. I'm standing right there, being like, "Hello." And then he reads the note. Calling him an asshole. And he takes the note down. And he stares right at me. And it's like, I'm gonna fucking, like, spit in your face. Or no, spit in Ashley's face. Because I'm like, I didn't write the note. So, like, it was a JoJo style, like, menacing subtitles just coming up behind him. The screen goes all purple. Pretty much, yeah. 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 At this point. And, um, so, he's, he, he's starting to get, you know, uh, confrontational at this point. Yeah, a little, a little myth. A little, a little, little, a little confrontational. And yeah. then comes the drunk girlfriend tagging along behind him. Yep. Yeah. Holy fuck, she reeked of alcohol. She like, is a hot flurry of mess. It's like she lives in a keg. Mm-hmm. Like, holy fuck. She can't breathe in there. She can't breathe in there. Most, most because of the alcohol fumes. Yeah, she, she came out. She came out because of the alcohol fumes. It's... So she, uh... Eventually... The guy who was getting pissed off, we told him, you know, you're not, you're in my spot. This is invisible parking. Like fucking get out, or like we can tell you instead. And he actually, after after his drunk girlfriend showed up and started yelling at the top of her lungs, he's like, you know what, this ain't worth it. Um, I'm just gonna move the car. You know, yeah, what? fuck yeah, it. I'll yeah. just move the car. Whatever. Let's just get it out of here. So his. His immediate confrontational uh, uh, persona, I guess, dropped after Alky McBitchface shows up. Well, like, it's it's one thing to be confrontational like that, but then, like, it, it, it makes you look bad. But what makes you look even worse is that your supposed significant other came out also, like, pissed drunk. And, like, you know that that's a really bad precedent for him. And yeah. he's just like, alright, so, like... One, I'm going to get into a fist fight with, with someone I don't know. For being in the wrong. For being in the wrong. Uh, I, I fucked up, and now I'm going to fight you over my fuck up. And, and like, two, uh, my girlfriend's drunk. This person, like, the person with me is currently, like, evidently very close to blacking out. So I don't, I don't want her to be involved. So let's just wrap this up like civilized, normal beings. Yep. So he's like, I take the note back from him. Yep. Because I'm like, that's my note. You know what? We, we've kind of come to a discourse at this point. You're still a little bit of a piece of shit, but you're, you're going to move your car, so you know what? That's fine. Get the fuck out. So I take the note back from him, but she is screaming at the both of us to eat many a dick 
Mm. Just eat a fucking dick. Fuck off. You don't know me. You don't know him. Fuck you. Fuck off. Eat a dick. Fuck you. Fucking suck a cock. Like, fuck. Just... Her favorite sentence was, eat a dick or suck a cock. Just Mm. put a penis... In your just, just, just please shove it in there. Take an orifice, preferably one around your head region, and put a penis in there. Big one, small one, doesn't matter. Just no, shove just it in there. Put a penis in your mouth. Attach, detach, hard, soft. I don't fucking care. Just a penis. Just, just one a penis. A penis. Every every adjective you can name that penis, I don't care. Just put it in your mouth. Yeah. So then she started recording us. Yeah. As what's her name ends up going back to the non-emergency line. <laughs> She didn't get off the phone during this, but uh, nobody picked up, which is weird. I guess it's not a emergency line, right? So I guess it doesn't really matter too much. Not not enough traffic. But yeah, she started recording the both of us, and the entire time, all you're hearing in the background of her screaming at us to eat a dick is him going, "Just get in the car. Just get in the car. Just get in the Just car." Get in the car. Um, mm. People on the deck are now screaming at her to shut the fuck up and grow the hell up. Because they were definitely both older than me. Actually, I did a background check on the license plate and the owner of the license plate, so I know the name of the guy who actually took my spot, well, where he lives. He is in his mid-30s. Um, like, I, I have his entire history because, mm. fuck you. Um, just in case, like, if I moved my car back and I saw damage, I know exactly where to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Eventually, he, he coerces her to get in the car. Like, he starts up and starts, like, backing up. And that's, like, she finally gets the cue to actually get in the car and get the fuck out. And, uh... Or, yeah, he, he's backing up. And that's when he realizes, fuck, I don't have my phone. I have to go back to the apartment and get it. So she's recording us and starting to walk back drunkenly to the place. He's backing out of the spot. Um, I don't know where he moved to. But the entire time, she's just, like, fucking walking backwards towards the apartment. Somehow, walking backwards, pissed out of her fucking mind. Recording us. When you you get pissed out so much, you start, like, you start being adept. Yeah, like... That's all, that's that's the, I think that's the entire, like, drunken brawler state, where if you can perform martial arts while pissed drunk, you perform really nice martial arts while sober. You, You horseshoe right back around. Yep. So, um... The building manager lady is like, you know what? I'm going to go follow them. They're not fucking... The both of them are not welcome back in this goddamn building. If I ever catch any of them, I swear to God, I will call the cops on them. Et cetera, et cetera. Because, you know, they're drunk and disorderly and fucking ruining the peace for everybody. They're evidently disruptive. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people on balconies screaming at them. Like, it's, it's kind of like an Italian alley. Like, hey, forget about it. Hey, shut hey, up in your mouth. Hey. Hey. hey, fuck off, you alcoholic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yep, so I, uh... He moves out. I do not move my car back in. Mm-hmm. I do not want them to know my vehicle, my make, my license plate, anything. I bolt to my car, open the trunk, grab my uh, pylon, and then I go through the woods because I see a car coming. Because I don't want them to see me coming from any vehicle out in the oval. <laughs> because I don't want them fucking seeing my vehicle. And I go back and I put my pylon down. And then eventually we go out and play cards. Nice. It's a good time. It's a good day. Good day. It was not a good day, actually. Oh, well, all right. It's miserable. All right. That, at least you had. You now have the means for spaghetti. Yeah, I did have spaghetti that... No, nope, not that night. Next night. Yeah, because the night was filled with confrontation and then fake confrontation in terms of cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. It's really tough. It's more, more of a slight competition, really. Like, immediately, as soon as that guy, like, walked over and started being really off my face... 
there's a form in Kung Fu called Buddha Finger. Yeah. Where instead of making a fist, yeah. you take your pointer finger, yeah. you move it out a little bit to yeah. make your knuckles come out, and then you support your knuckle with your thumb. Like that. Mm-hmm. And that way, when you punch, all your force is on your one knuckle. This breaks skin and punctures people if you hit and rotate. Yeah. On oh, rotate too. Yeah. I didn't think about the rotate. I, I had it there and I was like, yeah, no, that could that could do some. De- like, it's a piercing move now, but rotating would fucking t- yeah. I would actually like I would open the boxes at the warehouse that way. That's gross. People would take a knife and I would just pop it and just rip it open. I'm like, what the stop fuck? It. There's only one other person that knew how to do that because he was also a martial artist. He's yeah. like, yep, yeah, pop right open. That's my little. That's my little. That's my little uh, stomach opener move. Yeah, you, it was so powerful that you accidentally used it on yourself. And, yeah, no, no, yeah. I have that hole in my stomach. It's very unfortunate. But like you know, you know how cops get the taser before they go out and tase anybody. Yeah, you, know, you gotta, you gotta know what you're dealing with before you start dishing it out to people. And unfortunately, you know, cast a meteor on yourself doesn't necessarily. That, that's why. That's why most mages are villains because they they don't know what they're doing to everyone else. And they're so haphazard. Yeah. Right. Like oof. oof. So that was my story. How about any, any any fun interactions in your uh, past little while? No, but all right, cool. Moving on. <laughs> the, uh, so, uh-huh. for some reason, the Japanese have. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that got me. <sighs> have an obsession. With a lot of things. Nah. But specifically with tit ninjas. Tit ninjas. I don't know like why. Like Senran Kagura tit yes. ninjas? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't... First of all, in any... Okay, in any sort of setting... And Taki this, from Soul Calibur. Yeah, yeah. And in, in any sort of setting where you're a, a ninja, like, specifically, like, I am a ninja, I master the shadow arts or whatever the fuck. You're Ricci from Bleach. Continue. Yeah, okay. Keep going. Keep going. Um, I mean, I'm still trying to think. Yeah, of like, May May from King of Fighters? Is that the... Uh, I think so. I've not really played a King of Fighters game in a long time. She was, like, the original, like... I don't know if the original, <laughs> but a lot of the exposure to Tit Ninjas in the West, I think, were from her she specifically. She blue? Uh, no, red. Really red. open kimono thing. Oh, um... It might not have been May. No, it's... I know who you're talking about now. Fucking... Is it May? I, I think it starts with an M either way. Anyway. Either way, um, I don't know why, and I'm pretty sure I do know why, but a lot of the ninjas just have really absurdly huge breasts, and I don't understand. It's because that, that's, that's very inconvenient. It's like you can, impressive, you can, though. You can only bind that down so much. Could you imagine how agile those, like, those, those women would be cutting their cup size down to like a quarter of what it is? My sure, Nui. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is just unfortunate, man. You were... Oh, no, that's not a man. That is just a fucking gross Barbie doll trying to look like her. Excuse me? That's just... Here you go. No. That's uncomfortable, isn't it? Yeah, no. You don't have the body shape for that, no. my dude. That's... that's. I mean, that's just a doll. But that's just not... That's gross. That's uncomfortable. That's... Okay, it's not gross. It's just very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. $77. Oh, that's because it's an actual outfit on a mannequin. That is a really bad outfit. Oh, well, maybe on that mannequin. No, it's just like a really just a bad, bad outfit. outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just that's just not good. Anyway, the thought came in my mind of like, I know I know the whole cute girls trope has been been around for a while, but like, why 
Why is it that the one with really, really big boobs, they, they, they seem to be the most agile? I'm not 100% sure why. I think after, like, you know how Thor works? Yes. You know how he has a, like, fucking god-heavy hammer? Yeah. And if he rotates, like, spins it around and throws it, he can fly? Yep. I think it's kind of the same way. They've mastered the weight of their tits. That way, when they, like, flip, they throw their chest first, and momentum just takes them. Hmm. That's the only thing I can think of. Hmm. It's that that pretty much all big-titted ninjas are uh, tiny Thors. Why don't we see, like, in every tit ninja group, there's always one lowly type. Yeah. Or one character who just seems to be unfortunately flat compared to the all the other women there. Yeah, the DFC. Why aren't there more of them? Because they would fit the archetype better? Because that's not what we're paying for. We're paying for unrealistic expectations of booby ninjas. Okay. All right. At least Kaijo made sense because you fought with them. Exactly. Okay. That's all. That's that's all. Really, it's just an observation. It of really, like, it's a like. I mean, I get where you come from. Yeah. It's just like, okay. it, it, it boggles the mind. It, the more I think about it, it's not the centaur's bit because trust me, I like the boobs. Yeah, like the great. boobs can stay, and if there's an excuse, why not? Yeah. But like the more I think about it, the more kind of absurd it kind of the, like in my mind. And. Uh, Fucking from what you mentioned earlier and what I responded with, I don't like the term DFC. It just doesn't feel right. What? What the? What? Delicious flat chest. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> a, okay. No. A... As soon as you said delicious, I'm like, all right, this can't go anywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. all right. It is. I mean, I picked it up from Four Chan, so you know it's a very uncomfortable term already. <laughs> and the thing is, it can't. I, I can't. Le- it, it won't leave my mind. Right? It's just like, oh no, there's like the lowly and there's the DFC. Yep. Now it's the DFC. I don't. That's no. At yeah. least Jack the Ripper from uh, Fate. Yeah. No. DFC. No. Yeah. No. Okay. No. This. I need. I need to stick with lowly. Lowly is still a disgusting mm-hmm. term, but like at least it describes the it describes the archetype instead of you know sexualizing it a bit. I gotta find the lollipop for you. Excuse me. I gotta find the lollipop. So I'm I'm browsing Twitter. Yeah. And um, this is one artist, Shadman, that I follow because he's just he's actually hilarious. Um, but he also draws a lot of porn. I mean, as you do. I think I think as an artist, you gotta like accept whether or not you want to draw porn, and you know. So he found a picture of this. It's lollipop. Oh no! With a picture of a lolly on it. It is like a red chubby chub. What is it? Chubby kid? Kid chubby? chubby I think so- I think it's chubby soda. Chubby soda. Yeah, it looks like that, but just like elongate a little bit. It's not a full bottle, but it says, "Don't pop a lolly, lollipop." Pop the top off a lollipop. Wow, that's actually kind of genius. Oh, don't and, tell me you fucking made fan art of it. Uh, no. Lollipop Soda contacted him. <laughs> if you have a U.S. shipping address, drop us a line and I'll hook you up. Looks like you could use some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my fuck. People say the internet should be banned, but I love this. I love it so much. Just like, I mean, all right. Just if you got that in context, it was a man who draws pornography being contacted that. Yeah, no. When Hat in Time came out, he was the first one I saw drawing that poor, innocent young girl with a hat. She doesn't even say words. Doesn't even say words. She surprisingly did not make a mustache girl. She's That's because mustache girl's a bitch. I mean, yeah. But yeah. So it's like. He may- Here, okay, here's the difference between hat girl and mustache girl. 
they both kind of have the same motivation. Uh, they're both like kind of funny, but one of them speaks, and because she speaks her mind, she's like she uh, effectively she's the bad guy because she's a bitch. I'm sure if Hat Girl actually spoke, you know, she's a sweetheart and all. But she she might have some choice words to say about that ghost dick that stole her soul once. I would just like to say he made big titty vi- uh, versions of the Revenant from Doom. So I don't think Mustache Girl is really off limits. What the fuck is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should burn that on the internet. Okay. Maybe we should. All right. Here's the thing. All right. We should have a plan B for the internet. <laughs> plan B. So like. Abort it. Uh, plan B. Here's 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 what I'm thinking. Right. Okay. All right. So everyone knows that the any major improvement in technology is specifically because of porn and then it just gets adapted by other things yeah we need kind of a safe haven what if for example we have the old like uh, the ultimate vr <laughs> set for example mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like everything's real like you if something touches you in the game it touches you in real life yeah so obviously there's going to be porn of it yeah why would there be any reason to like do anything else for some people now we need a plan b for the internet or updated to the next like greatest craze uh past the internet to dump all of the porn and pay all the porn artists extremely well so that we don't have a post-apocalyptic uh way of killing ourselves with vr porn because i think that's i think that's when we die i think that's when we like or at least a lot of the uh depraved people uh start dying off and then after that the successful people start being like well now we don't have mass consumers, but we do have sensible people on the planet. So, like, they won't judge me if I go do some VR point and then they die off. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, like, the very smart people, the people that are like, no, nah, no, nah, we like, I, I, there's, there's more important things than, you know, uh, as soon as all, all the successful people start and then the next tier of people are like, well, fuck. There's, there's like, there's no advancement and shit, so we might as well just, like, commit a coup. What's the best way? To kill ourselves. Oh, right. VR porn. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. I mean, all right. Maybe maybe as well sex bots, but sex bots can at least, like, transfer, I guess. Could you imagine a world in which, and it's really gross, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, sex bots... Well, I'm really setting myself up here. Sex bots took all of your your spooge Uh and then just transferred it to a, uh, a, I guess... I guess a birthing pod, for lack of a better term. A spoogeporium. A spoogeporium. But where would you get the eggs? Well, that's where, that's where, that's where the male sex bots come in, because they their penises are shaped like ice cream scoops. I don't have a vagina, but that hurts. <laughs> all right, all right. Really small, retractable. I respect. I don't know how it would work. I mean, like, there's also, there's, there's pretty... no good way to teleport an egg out of a lady. Yeah, I'm pretty certain that mortality rate on that would be way high. Very high. Yeah. Like 90% probably. Alright, so I'm sorry ladies, but... Uh, if you tried and like your tubes are tied or something like that, like, yeah. that could just, just end up very poorly. I'm sorry ladies, but sometimes you have to have sex with an actual man. That's that's just unfortunate. Also, Look, the whole right, we just like, lost the entire feminist crowd. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Could you imagine <laughs> if those two Russian people that listen to our podcast were all feminists? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how that would work, Devin. But they like just just for just 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 to shit on our production a little bit more. Um, I can imagine that the only people who actually want to seek out and listen to us are like 
the the people whose lives are too interesting and they need to like settle down with some boring ass nerds like retelling of some certain stories that happened to us during the week, and also weird hypotheticals such as uh, spooge bots. Does Russia even have women? <laughs> I'm fairly certain. Okay, uh, I get advertise like I get uh, spam advertisements all the time. Um, mostly just on, like, uh, illegal anime sites, yeah, uh, yeah. about how, like, oh, these Russian women are, are they, they want you, and I'm like, sweet, I, they, I have a connection there, but I'm still not gonna click on you, Ed. I think we've mailed all of the women, at least, so far. Hmm. <laughs> Fucking Russian, Russian male bride order, like, we've, we've got all of Russian's women. Interesting. That's a shame, because I kind of wanted to get into that. It's too late. All those ads that you see... Are just like holdovers from like maybe oh, like but they're, five ten years ago. But the choice picture that they always do is some really attractive American girl. So like I'm really interested in the Russians that they <laughs> fucking I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking this known male like this this no no an American Latino model really wants to be with you, but she's also Russian to you know scare away the fact that this might not be real. <laughs> Because, you know, adding stuff on top of that is ridiculous. It's going to get to the point where, like, you see your own face in the ads. Like, they, they're stealing enough of your shit at this point. Might as well just go whole hog. See, I, th- I don't think I'm attractive enough. I think even the computers know. Well, it's probably one of those, like, before and after pictures that they'll put out for some sort of, like, male enhancement pill of some sort. <laughs> so. <laughs> I had it in my mind that before... Uh, my penis is staggeringly average, and then the aftershot is my penis staggeringly under-average. <laughs> In both girth and length. Just, just trying to breed you out of the gene pool. I'm like, alright, even even the fucking spam bots know I'm degenerate. Uh, I mean, it's all those times you try to click for the Russian brides, and you're like, we've got, we're fresh out, man. Like, fucking get the pit. You know what? Let's let's make fun of his dick. <laughs> At least kidnap. Okay, they're, they're it's Russia. They're not against it. Kidnap someone else's Russian bride and sell me them. There you go. Just just do the work in America. I'm sure it's a very profitable line of business. Outsource to America. Shaves saves a ton on shipping. Shaves a ton. Shaves. I mean, it, it sha- shaves it off. Yeah, I suppose. Pa- pass the shavings onto you. Ah, that's gross. Yeah, it's actually just like her leg hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I paid to money. I small Ziploc bag. Well, I paid money for it, so I guess I should start a fetish. I don't know. <laughs> you just oh, could you imagine that being the case? And then, like years down the line, when I finally do have like a girlfriend, and she and, like. So, uh, like, what are you, what are you into? Like, you know, that, like, that discussion might happen. And I'm like, alright, um, this might sound weird. Uh, in your opinion, what do you think about leg hair? And I'm just, it's just, just like, alright, weird. Um, I, you know, I, I, I guess the less I have to do, you know, it's convenient. And if it, like, if it's for you, then sure, why not? No, 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 no. Shaving leg hair. And that's the moment when she realizes, holy fuck. This was a bad decision. The only is it now your fetish is just because like of a sunk cost fallacy sort of fetish. Like yeah. you you bought the leg hair, so now you're like, well, might as well put all the chips in. And then she's like, where 
where did you discover this? Like, what, what, what happened in your life? And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. No, 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 no. This is important, just as important to me. And then I'd have to tell the story. And then that's the second and third red flag of, oh, this is the type of person I'm with now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, have a good, <laughs> don't have a good way to segue that into what I want to talk about next. Okay, all right. Um, uh, and then we have a nice spaghetti dinner. <laughs> uh, spaghetti. You know what's great about spaghetti? It's a food. You know what I like? Food. You know what else that begins with S and is also food? Subway. Because, my God, I want to talk about that Subway fucking experience. <laughs> that was a fucking huge stretch. You just said I want to talk about Subway. I want to talk about that Subway experience, man. I just needed the roundabout way to talk about the Subway experience. All right, so once upon a time, dear viewers... We decided to go to the subway, and, and there existed a franchise between here, between between Card Shop and Tim Hortons. So, like, all right. So, uh, viewer, veteran viewers of the podcast knows I love me some Subway. I'm I'm indifferent. It's mostly just bread, and it's a ripoff. However, I do recognize the lack of value and the fact that generally you're getting your food touched, even through gloves, by someone you don't know. And although that's weird, when you but it's weird when you order fast food and, like, they serve it hot and shit and, like, that's wrapped in and you just don't think about it. It's really weird when you see them do it. Now, typically, Subway is a go-in, go-out experience for me, personally. Yeah, but keep... this one, this was a fucking wild-ass ride. Um, and and, and we, I don't know how we should open up, but we, we, we effectively... Just wanted to go get something to eat. It was last, last Friday. Not yes. the Friday that just passed, but the month before that, where we didn't do the podcast because today is Friday. One week ago today, yeah. at roughly this time, we decided to go to Subway. Yeah. It was like some uh, sub thing where they were like, yeah, if you ordered a sub and stuff, they would donate money. So I was like, you know what? I'll get something to eat and I'll feel better about it or some shit. I don't fucking know. If anything, it was just an illusion. Huh? It really was. So we walk in. And the queuing system is already fucked up. I have to yawn. I don't know why. Just needed to yawn. An allergic reaction, evidently. It was such a miserable experience. Um, So I walked in. The queuing was very haphazard. There was a small girl looking for, I guess, cookies, and her friend standing behind her, but also in like where where you would put the velvet rope in order to queue people. Yep. So I didn't know if she was going to be in line to get stuff and, like, isn't a bitch because her friend just walked up to the counter from sitting down instead of and just bypassing everybody at the sandwich bar. So, no, no, I just kind of, like, scooted past her and got in line. If anything, that's a minor common infringement. Like, infringement. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know what, didn't think anything of it. But now that when I'm relaying the story, it sticks out because that's the first warning flag. Improper queuing and proper, improper procedure. So we walk up. Yep. Yeah. The guy in front of us, who we'll get to. Oh, he... Alright, that guy is amazing, and he, he's legitimately... I can't get him out of my mind when I think of Subway. But yeah, no, the guy that took our orders was... The Asian man. The Asian man was stunned as fuck. Very, ooh, very... I didn't know... When he called me up, because I was in front of you, I didn't know if he was calling me or trying to talk to an employee... Because yep. he wasn't really looking at me when he said stuff. Oh, no. He was definitely turned to the person right next to him. So I didn't know to go forward. But then I did. And then we started the order process. I was like, okay, okay fine. Uh, yeah, give me that cheese. Give me this. 
do you want it toasted? No, I don't want it toasted. Oh, well, because you got this, you have to have a toasted. I'm like, no, you just heat up the meat. I just, like, I got an oven-roasted chicken. Just just heat up the chicken. I've been here before. You, like, you have industrial-powered microwaves. You, you just put it in there for a couple seconds, and then you start the next person's order, which was yours. Mine was an adventure. I had a sweet onion chicken teriyaki. It's my favorite. You, you know, almost didn't. Almost didn't, because when I ordered it, it was like, oh, we have none. I was totally prepared to let that go. I was like, you know what? That's fair. It looks like there was a bit of people, a bit of a rush. It makes sense that you and Subway would not have sweet onion chicken teriyaki, because it's, it's, it's a good flavor for the meats. And then I was like, I'll have this on this bread. And as soon as like that transaction started, he got out the bread and started cutting it. The employee next to him... The only competent one there. Uh, points out, oh no, we have sweet onion chicken teriyaki. And he was like, uh, where is it? I can't find it. Oh, she it. was not that nice. She looked pretty ticked off at the guy. I, all right. So, rear... I think, I think she was dealing with his shit all night. Lens into <laughs> reality. Yeah, we have sweet onion chicken teriyaki. What? I, I, I can't find it. And then she, not, no, no words. She canceled whatever she was doing. Yeah, just walks and off. And fucking goes out and no more than three seconds later... Pulls out with a f- huge fucking bin of the shit. Like a like an actual tub of sweet onion chicken teriyaki. And p- I picture it, like because there's a separation between us and the kitchen. Uh, that was sitting right there next to the oh, door. Like right by the phone. And then he was <laughs> trying to find a fucking spot. Like he he delicately put sweet onion chicken teriyaki things on my sub because I switched it as soon as I saw that I had the option. And then he was trying to like fucking force in the the insert that they had for it. In a place that obviously doesn't fit, so he was trying to figure out like what oh, configuration, yeah. and she like she was just like, what I pictured eyes rolling out of her fucking skull, picks up one, replaces it with another, picks up one that was a duplicate, shoves that shit in there. All right, do the other stuff. <laughs> it was yeah. just like because they have those bins of all the vegetables and stuff, and you can kind of like move the bins around. And she he just he tried to get it in the the, the rails to to have he just it just it obviously wouldn't fit, but he still tried. And it's a like a like a like a foot long thing, yeah, and then eight inch space, and he still tried. Top it all off, almost put it in the uh, microwave without cheese. Good, yep. And then and then like bless him, we got to the competent person with pity in our eyes because we we've been there. Oh yeah. When when everything else okay when you're doing a job and you're doing it like well enough to keep things moving. And you're surrounded by idiots everywhere. You feel like the fucking world is going to crumble at any fucking moment because you can't deal with this shit. So, I get my meat back out because instead of putting it in the microwave, you put it in the toasting oven device. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Whatever. It's gonna be hot. Fucking just give me the thing. Just put it on my food. Toasty bit. We got this. Yeah. And uh, the woman came back with the sweet onion chicken teriyaki for you and. Then we, like, the, the, the person in front of us needed his vegetables. Oh my fucking god, this person. So, uh, to explain this person, and, and like, it, it almost was a Westworld or, like, a fucking, mis- like, this man was the most automaton person I've ever, ever heard. He was a Spurgy robot man. He, and he was Spurgy. It's like someone got Microsoft Sam a body and then made it have, like, ADHD. It was, like, as soon as he opened his mouth, 
as soon as he opened his mouth to like talk, like I can't remember exactly what he said, but like he was ordering two different sandwiches, and the way he said "ah yes" for my first sandwich, we just stopped and we just stared at each other. <laughs> like no, he like I can't do it justice, but effectively he was just like, yeah, on my roast beef, I would like spinach and onion and green for, pepper for, for my first sandwich. Yes, I would like I the meats with the like just. He didn't. He didn't have a full sentence planned out, but he still tried to get it out. But it also sounded like he was dead. It sounded like the me- like I don't. I don't understand. The guy's about the same size as me too. So I was like, you know what? If this actually is going to be the end times in a subway, I think I could take him. <laughs> that man's a robot. He is technically stronger than all of us, right? Like my my Buddha finger punch and spin technique will will no effect. There'd be no effect Unless on you hit it right on the correct spot of a screw. I, and you yeah, I, I hit a nut <laughs> perfectly and just loosen his entire thing. <laughs> You'd be Devin Robot Slayer and then the next robot you fight has a gun and you're dead. Yeah, I'm just gone immediately. <laughs> like he actually has welded on plates so like you're fucked. Done. Game over, man. But yeah, as soon as you open his mouth we both just like eyes wide staring at each other and you could... There, there, if, if there was such a thing as, like, telepathic link, it would have been like, Oh, shit, dude. What the fuck <laughs> what is the going fuck? on? This is the intelligent subway, dude. So he gets through his two sandwich orders of six-inch whatever the fucks. I get my vegetables. You get your vegetables. We move on to the next most incompetent person there is this 16, 17-year-old kid. Alright, so if you don't know how Subway works, you order your sub, you get vegetables after, like, whether or not the toasting process happens. You get the bread, cheese, and meat. Yeah, and then afterwards... Then you get the vegetables. Afterwards, generally by the same person, unless it's busy, then they have a whole lineup of people, you go from uh, sandwich complete, sandwich fold and cut, to sandwich being wrapped so that you can carry it to places. Yeah. So you wrap it, and then you put it in a bag, and then you go, do you want anything else with that? Sure. Pay me. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, this man had no concept of... I'm pretty sure, like, that man has not seen tissue paper in his life. It was amazing. First off, he didn't cut it fully all the way. Like, it was not It was not cut well. Okay. Uh, it was a little bit, little bit angled, but you know what? Fucking whatever. It's, it's cut in half-ish. I can eat it. You can eat it in sections. I can eat it in sections. It's planned. But the guy did not know how to... Like, I, I suck at rapping. Yep. I really suck at rapping. Christmas presents, uh, like, actual urban beats, you know, that sort of thing. This boy, this poor lad, I can, I can tell you how to do this. And for me, giving you verbal instructions, you can probably understand how to wrap a Subway sub. You cut it in half. You put it partway up the parchment paper. That way, the entire length of the sub is touching the edges... Like, if it formed a, a, instead of a square, a rhombus, you, you turn diagonal to you, you roll it back till it just, the diameter, it makes a triangle with the tissue paper. Perfectly. No spilling out over either side. Yeah. You wrap the point over it, you wrap the sandwich a little bit until about halfway, when you get to the, the pointy bits of the rhombus, like halfway to the rhombus, you fold those in, and then you finish rolling. So, steps uh, three to six were not followed. Uh, and in fact, I'm fairly certain they also shotgunned it in the bag as well. They, the sandwich was falling out of the tissue paper. They, it was escaping by the time you got it. I, it was, 
Hmm. Very, very, very poorly cut, poorly, poorly put together, poorly wrapped. I didn't know they put a sticker on it now, but they they made sure they got that sticker. You don't need a sticker if you wrap it fucking right. Yep. And then we get to the old lady at the counter who tries to put it in a fucking bag. And you have a sub. It is a foot-long sub. You cut it in half. You don't change any direction of the sub. It still goes from end to end, generally at zero degrees. This I got my sandwich at a 20-degree angle. <laughs> Ooh. I got, like... And she knew. She knew it was a shitty wrapping job, too. Oh, she fucking too. knew. She didn't even try to pull it out. She, like... She gave me the look of shame as I paid her. <laughs> she knew she did... Like, you know when the, you come home and yep. the dog pulls something out of the garbage and the ears are down and the tail is between the legs because it knows it fucked up? Yeah. That was her. Mm. That was her to a fucking tee. I pay her. Fucking no tip. Fuck this. <laughs> you're, you're gone. I get my I get my soda drink, and then I move off. I don't know if you had a shitty experience with the boy in the wrapping. Uh, no, it was actually like uh, somewhat together. Cool, great. I'm glad I was the fucking trial run. So like, as we were like leaving to go get fountain drink because that's an option at Subway. There's a fountain drink and it has a nice touch screen and yeah, you get flavors now to it. Uh, give me that vanilla Dr Pep, motherfucker. Who was at the end dropped a pan of what I assumed to be bread, and it was fucking hilarious. Because as soon as we walked away from the counter, boom, 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 like fucking just just comedy of errors. It is a very slow paced comedy show. And you would have thought we we had time at the fountain like machine to just be like reflect on our experiences today, reflect on the quality of life that we have today that and we you, can complain about this. And do you know why we had time at the, the fountain machine? Spurgy Robotman was in the fucking way filling up drinks and didn't know how to fucking fill the drinks. And you know what's the best part? I don't know how, why he spent so long on it because when I got my drink, I put it in, I pressed the button and it fucking shot got in the drink in. And then you know what you do? Yeah. You take it off, you put a lid on it, you get a straw. See, when you picture like Fountain drinks, it's just like, you click it, it goes, good. Uh, this one, you press the touch screen, kaboom! It, it foosrodas into your fucking cup. That's still so I'm surprised I don't have, like, cherry coke in my DNA. That's how hard it fucking whiffed it in. It, it really got it fucking in there. <laughs> it's literally watch the guy press the button probably about 15 times. What was like, he pressing? Just he he also wanted the same thing I wanted, but he wanted a cherry vanilla Dr Pepper, and he just kept just filling it up, just just tap 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 tap, and like I'm seeing it fill up, just like just hold it, just fucking hold it for like a couple seconds, just hold, just fucking hold. No, that robot has no RAM. He's just like not filled, not filled, not filled. He's like there, there's mm. literally I took my cup, got my selection, poured my drink. Got the lid, got the straw before he was finished putting his lids on his cups. I think I was too. I think I finished pouring my drink and then he walked away. <laughs> and then I made fun of the machine. And because I have to be also at the end of this story, uh, I got some looks after I like almost physically assaulted the machine for like shotgunning my drink. And I was just like, whoa, Jesus Christ! Like... <laughs> <sighs> I loved that encounter. That was probably my favorite worst subway experience. <laughs> I've 
Because it's just, it, there's so many characteristics to it. There's like... The, only, the, only one person in that building had their shit together. <laughs> no one knew what the fuck they were doing. Because, I mean, like, as much as I like to say we have our shit together, at that point, we had to strap ourselves into the fucking ride and see where it takes us, man. We, 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 had, had, we had the fucking sharpened sticks. We didn't know what the fuck was happening next. We had no control. We were fighting fucking dogs with fire. <laughs> like, we just... It was just, it was anarchy. It was the total breakdown of social construct. We're on top of rocks, the worms are underneath, we're still fighting off these fucking dogs. I hated everything about it. It was not a good time. So yeah, that was, uh, that was our choice subway experience. Holy fuck, man. Uh, and that's, that's why we don't want to go to subway. On top of that, they're probably a stock rate. It's just, it's just bread. <laughs> we might as well go to Wendy's, and it... Wendy's had the one person at the counter who was legitimately interested in our conversation. We talked about selling Syrian children, I think. Yep. And she she was very invested. She was... I, I, I bet if she wasn't on the clock, she would just jump over across the counter and, like, talk to us about Syrian children or some shit. But... She was very bored. I mean, like we've mentioned, we are those shitty protagonists in a TV show that walk into a restaurant speaking a volume way too loud for everybody to hear. And when you really think about it when you're watching a show, when anybody walks to a building like that and they start speaking, like, everybody in the restaurant can pay attention to what you're talking about. And wow, those guys are assholes. Yeah, yeah. We, we constantly do that. And I... We are very loud and obnoxious in every establishment we walk into. I think it's just... I, that, yeah, no. No, we... we yeah, we do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's just out on the street. Out on the street, it's outside. So Beard says, "We're outside. I can use my outdoor voice." <laughs> I don't. After we're, after you find the outdoor outdoor voice, you don't find the indoor voice. That's because it's so loud. I have to like find it. Like uh, imagine, for example, my indoor voice is a very nice, neat like box. You know, inside is my indoor voice. It's like, "Hello, my name is Christopher. How are you today?" And then I put it down, and I'm like, "Hold on." In my closet is the outdoor voice. Let me go. Like, like let, let me go get that one second because we're outside. And I open the closet and it's like the fucking Zaboomafu thing. <laughs> and little do I know, opening that closet released all of my outdoor voice and it fucking tips over the thing that the, the indoor voice is on. And I, now I have to pick up like boxes of like, oh, this is my uh, it's my outdoor voice. You know, it's very loud, very for voice. Uh, I don't know where the fuck my indoor voice is, but all of these boxes uh, are my outdoor voice. I, I like to equate it to, you know, when you, you when you leave for the day, yeah. or when, when you come home, you kick off your shoes, you go do whatever. When you go back out, you put your shoes back on. The shoes are your outside voice. And then when we walk into certain establishments, you don't kick your shoes off when you walk into a Tim Hortons. You don't kick your shoes off when you walk into a Subway. You don't kick your shoes off when you walk into a Wendy's. So that fucking out there voice is going full blast. I look at my feet. I see shoes. I know. I know what voice I need. It's the loud one. It's the loud one. It is the. It is. There's a volume dial at the front of your foot that like is always at eleven. It's got a little lock on there too. It's, it's impressive shoes you have. Is what I'm saying. I would not like to be kicked by them. I'm sorry. <laughs> I used to wear steel toes all the time because they were legitimately my nicest shoes at the time. I have steel toes in my trunk. Um, D and D. Dungeons and we can dragons. we can talk about the duns. The duns. We have we fought a troll mummy. Two campaigns going right now. First campaign, campaign one. I'm a player. Uh, Devin's a player. I am a player. Yes, uh, I am efficiently uh, effectively the the heel bot of the group because yeah. I have no defining characteristic besides a mild mannered. Yeah. 
um, which is a far cry from the, the group that we have, because then we have a mild-mannered face of the group, the monk. Uh, we have you, who is the weird guy. I'm very peculiar. Very peculiar. Uh, we have a warlock who uh, just nixed out of existence for that one week. He, he missed a week, so. Uh, and then we have the rogue. Um, Bard. Bard, wow. I keep thinking he's a rogue because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> the guy... The guy tied up a goblin and crucified... To, to a, cro- a crowbar. To a crowbar. Sprayed him with cologne. Sprayed him with cologne and dragged him with him. Like, dragged the goblin with him and then he had it in his mind that he wanted to control that goblin he couldn't communicate with that goblin so nothing could happen he didn't have mind magic he just had things that would kill the goblin so (laughs) instead of admitting that he fucked up he went with you (laughs) to go explore a separate path he's like you know what i'm just gonna kill the goblin yeah there were two doors on like the north side of this wall uh on, on the west side so we're like you know what fuck it so the westernmost part of the northern wall. We walked through. I walked through one door. He walked to the other, and then Nathan, being a cheeky bugger, just draws the path, and they just both meet up anyway. And we're like, "Fucking, what are you doing here?" <laughs> and then he's he, the the bird looks at his goblin, looks at me, and he goes, "Shh!" And just slits his fucking throat. That's <laughs> like you don't tell anybody. He got away. I'm yeah. like, we've been killing goblins for fucking twenty minutes, dude. Yep. <laughs> we're gonna tell him that he got away. Meanwhile, this is the only goblin that will smell like fucking perfume. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see perfume-smelling goblin in the next smash. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker also was obsessed with, like, alright, so, in that same hallway that you guys met up and, like, killed the goblin, and, like, shh, tell him it's not happening. It's just, I no, it's fine. It's okay, fine. Alright, alright. You need to stop playing with things anyway. Yeah, yeah, you do. I, I, I've stopped playing with things, and that's an achievement. It's because you don't have long hair. So you don't have, like, your hair braid to keep... You notice that I've been doing this a lot. Yeah. It's the play with my hair. <laughs> Not because I'm vain, like, ooh, silky smooth, nice hair. No, it's because I literally have nothing to play with and I respect your property. Thank you. Even though it's a fucking pigsty in here. <laughs> if anything, I respect that more. Because that means I have obstacles. <laughs> it's true. <They're... laughs> I see this pen over here, I'm like, oh, that's a nice pen. It's not my pen. Why would I play with it? I'm going to put that back. Thank you. I know where that pen is in case I need a pen. The thing is, like... This place that, is, that is the pen. This is a wreck, but yeah. I know where everything is. That's... We're getting off of the topic, but just for this tangent, I completely understand what you mean, because if it's your space and it's a fucking pigsty, you know everything in that pigsty. Oh, hey, Devin. Uh, I need uh, dismembers. Uh, all right. Here's my... Like, you just shove... Like, take it out of your ass. Like, here is my black pile. Uh, you can sort that out for dismembers. Oh, are we are we case and pointing this? Dismembers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he literally just turned around, took a pile of cards out of his desk. Dismembers. <laughs> Telling you. Anyway, in that hallway, and <laughs> back to D and D, we found a dragon. Essentially, made a nest for himself in one of the rooms. Um, that was mm, yeah, not a good dragon. So we also got. Effectively, we, we set on a fucking, like, small army of goblins. I say small army. Four chased after us. We thought there was going to be more. We uh, did sleep 21 goblins. Yeah. yeah but we, that's because they all had one health piece. Yeah, that's because they were, like, children and elderly. So, like... Which I wasn't above, just running in and spraying knives. So we tied the door, just in case the dragon got irritated, uh, to one of the pillars in that hallway. And the fucking rogue, as soon as, like... 
Like it was, it was kind of dire because I got hit for three quarters of my health. The yeah, you got monk hurt. got hit for three quarters of his of his health, and we were trying to like we were trying to go. It was like clear that we couldn't win this fight, so we fucking wanted to make a choke point or just wanted to leave so that we we can go like tackle it in another way. So like I was holding the door, I rolled it a godly roll that like make all the goblins, like, fail their strength check. Like, I was holding the door. It's like, all right, guys, we, we kind of have no time for this. And the rope was like, I want to cut the rope. Bird, fuck. <laughs> the bird was like, I want to cut that rope. Why do you want to cut the rope? I want to... The dragon's going to toast them. I'm like, that. there's no evidence for that. In fact, we don't even know if the dragon just wants to leave his room. I want to cut the rope. Don't stop with the cut. The, I, I want to throw... I threw a knife at the rope. And then, like... Good job. You cut. You cut the rope. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. You get the fuck over there. You fucking piss at. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of him. I I rolled a very long string of not successful hits. Very oh, long string. I think I've hit a grand total of zero things that entire encounter. That entire campaign. Yeah, I don't think we've we've done really too much. I have a history. I got punched of, in the face a lot. I'm a good DM because I have a history of all of my characters not hitting anything. That's true looping over uh, in the other DM session, because all we essentially did is we let the people, the kobolds rather, uh, know that their dragon is somewhere else, and effectively we opened the door and then solved some puzzles of which that fucking bird was still like, I want to keep the orb. You, This is the thing that's causing us to, like, Oh yeah, lose. I get fucking feared and taken into the room. Like, I just bolted out of the place, and no matter what I tried, I could not pass that will save. How do you solve how, how how do you solve that puzzle? I don't know. I just have this fucking orb. Smash the orb. I don't want to smash the orb. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um. So they smash the orb. I come back. Uh, we find a sarcophagus after me going. I'm just gonna sweep, and then I find a secret passage accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> just because he said it was dusty, I'm like, I'll sweep it. Ah ha ha. Because I am I am a warlock. I I always say it in quotations because I'm maxed out in strength and agility, yep. and I use knives. Warlock. Hey man, the, the the spell you cast is throwing knife. It's tr- it's a good spell. Not a good spell. I've not hit anything. And then we uh, we oh. open that gas dangas darn sarcophagi. I got punched in the face for eleven, which I have eight HP. And I brought you back up, and then you got. And s- then I got punched in the face with eleven. <laughs> and then you were a lost cause, so we decided to kill it instead. Yep. I threw fire at it before I went down. At least that was a good plan. Thumbs up. Because otherwise, regeneration and shit. And that's where we stopped. We leveled up. Yeah. It only took two near-death punches. I almost died a lot. Uh, Our campaign, we picked up another guy, uh, Zach, or uh, Grogor the Barbarian. He is a very friendly fellow. I, yeah. I, that, that, that is, that is Zach to a T. Effectively... The most petty of fucking, like, matches that you two had, effectively, like, just handshaking so to the I, max. I'm playing my paladin again, Balthor Tren, an asshole paladin extraordinaire. Like, he's an ba- actual... Balthor is a boisterous... He he believes in what he tells everybody. He is a huge human that is so fucking full of himself. Like, it. I love that character to death. Smash cut to the two newbies in the bar having to deal with this gigantic man... Wearing nothing but a loincloth, who's essentially Balthor, except instead of religion, it's about, let's go fighting, and this time I slayed a dragon! For glory. For for glory, for honor! And, like, it was super fun, because he was essentially playing a bard, but he wasn't a bard, he was a barbarian. Yep. So, yeah, I, uh, 
I was doing a sermon because I am churchy. This is after we ended up getting to like this keep. It was kind of uneventful. We hired this one guy yeah. to come with us. Um, our Jeruid was like, hey, that fucker is selling you out after because she was following us for a night or two. Yeah. And we're like, ah, well, I don't trust you. I don't trust anything. So then we fucking knocked him out, engaged some people that were following us, burned them all to a fucking cinder, and then continued on to this keep where I decided, you know what? I'm going to go to the church. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to give him a nice church service. Yeah. After the service, we went to the tavern. And that's when I met Grok. And we got to the most petty, dumbest fucking, we had a handshake contest. You don't know how, but Grogor, as if you just came from the most vigorous battle of your life, you walk out of that handshake competition exhausted. And then his reaction for his character was, Grogor just looks at his hand. He had a small existential crisis. Yeah, like <laughs> this man bested him in handshaking. In handshaking? How's that even a thing? Because like, I, I'm a jagged up fucking human and I just love people and this guy is so, like he is also like a very boisterous personality. So naturally, hot, put her there. Fucking yes, this guy. This, this guy, guy. This guy came up the orcs. He's an half orc so I, I kind of gave him a pass on that. I was like, Oh, fucking, I, I know that guy. He's he's over there fighting Boar. We can have Boar later. It's like, we can have Boar? Yeah, no. I'm going to get some guys from over there. Uh, you go deal with that Boar because he's given our pal a lot of trouble. It's like, you're right. We do have a we do have a pal that hunts. We gotta get, we're going to get Boar! And then they fucking ran off. <laughs> so dumb. Meanwhile, every every attempt to stealth, my pal, my paladin just kind of like makes it slowly off the beaten path and just stares out. Like that one guy who was inspecting um, the guy who sold us out in the first night saw me in the woods, and I'm just I'm fully convinced that I'm perfectly stealth, and he's loading his crossbow and pointing it at me, and I'm still fully convinced I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> and the trigger for you to conf- like the fight is like as soon as he twitches over, because I know I'm sneaky. Yeah, <laughs> he's just paranoid. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's such a piece of shit. And I think like I think I really got a handle of like Balthor this time. He's just fully confident in all of his ability, but never to the point where he's like show off. That handshake, even if he lost, would not give a fuck because he just really wanted to handshake this guy. He really wanted to give a handshake. He's a little bit of like a soldier from TF2. Kinda. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. He's like he's from America. He's he's all about the team, though. Oh yeah. He's oh, like, I'm, like even if I'm babysitting, because everybody else was short for the longest time. Yeah. And then we realized one of our short people was actually a human. Yeah, he, he just time. he played one night as a gnome and didn't like, so he just switched to a human. We just went with it. But I, the entire time, my guy, like Kayfay, was like, "Yes, he was." Can, can you get? Can, does it come in small? Wait, no, medium. <laughs> like <laughs> just like to like I don't know. Like, I just kept glancing at him to remember. Wait, he was small. Now he's not. What happened? Anyway, we ended that. Particular session uh, with a Metal Gear Solid esque uh, sneak into the thing while everyone was partying and try to convince the guards to walk off. <laughs> I've got like my hammer raised to bash the skull in of the next like orc that says anything wrong. Like I'm just there's a, a fortress and a cave was it? Yep. And we climbed over the cave like the the fortress uh, fortifications what have you. Uh, we grabbed robes to kind of hide ourselves. I could probably, if I didn't have the bullshit amount of armor, pass off. Cause I'm about the like height of an orc. I could have, I could have done it, but I, we just stealth right up to like the side of the cave, and we're like, I have 
And there's no way I'm going to stealth past this guy. So I just pull up my hammer, and I'm about to fucking bludgeon the fuck out of this guy. You know those cartoons where it's just like... There's, there's this cartoon character's like fucking sneaking up, and he has like a fucking hammer, and he's just like the the, the whole like orchestra just kind of like doing little, 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 and then like the guy that he's sneaking up behind him just like looks behind him to see what's going on, and he's just like no, no, like pulls the hammer behind his back, like oh, I don't know, I don't know what's happening. That kind of happened, except he just walked off. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> what did he go for? Beer. Yeah, he was like, no, no, you take a break. You, you like, uh, yeah, Grogar was like, yeah, you, you take a break. You, you deserve, are, you deserve a break. You are strong work. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, Sam is strong work. I will go take a break. I will be back ten minutes, ten minutes tops. So, yeah, we, and then, and then, the game and... yeah, and then we ended it there because there was a doorway, uh, essentially just a wall, uh, with, with slightly carved out, uh, slightly carved out, more like smooth for inhabitants. Cave entrance, and then a wall of constructed wood and a door, and that's where you guys are. I like that during most of that, we took a bandit prisoner for a good portion. And <laughs> we just didn't let him sleep. <laughs> yeah, so everybody took watch. Grok took first watch and just regaled him with, like, wonderful stories of glory. Then woke up Balthor for his watch, and just as the bandit goes to, like, fall asleep, I pull out my fucking library of just... Uh, Bahamut musings and just start fucking going in preaching at him. That, that poor bandit. I should really name him. <laughs> and like we fucking take him with us. He's he's over the orcs, the half orc's shoulders, like bashing up against this fucking bagpipe that's farting in his face every step because you never really deflate a bagpipe fully. Yep. And then eventually we just fucking leave him in the road, and the orcs that are like, we go find Boar, find him. My guy is not stealth, again, just walked off the side of the road and staring at him, and they all just make fun of him and walk off for Boar. <laughs> like, <laughs> this guy has had the shittiest couple of days. <laughs> it's like, no, careful, there's traps. Roll for decks, rolls natural 20 dexterity for traps. He's like, hold on, let me just dance and show you the path. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> I mean, he knows the outcome. We slayed everyone else. I fucking torpedo javelins into all of his friends. <laughs> you know, at this point, he's just done. He just he's just happy to live at this point. <laughs> you know what? I think I uh, mm, I I know how not to die today. <laughs> I, I don't need to be skewered, please. The hand of God just pushed him a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, oh that's all. God. It's all good fun. Uh, I can't wait till next session where you try to do the next part stuff. Oh my god. So fucking I yeah I'm very happy we're playing D and D again. How was uh, how was Monday? I, I'm sure Monday's a holiday, right? Monday's a holiday. So like no cards, no D and D, maybe. Probably take it off. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Who knows? I mean, it's not like I'm like starved for it, but like yeah. <laughs> fucking okay. So one of those five year anniversary things. Tyler just tagged me in. Yeah. 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 That's it. <laughs> Why though? <laughs> so, you know, when, like when you have a friend anniversary on Facebook, they take like some of your interactions, like how much you've liked each other, like pictures that you <laughs> shared with each other. There's nothing. There, there is nothing there. Literally, a picture of me, a picture of him being like happy five years being friends. No fucking nothing. Nothing else. <laughs> me and you coexist, motherfucker. It's so funny. <laughs> and the fact that we haven't seen him for like a year or but two. Like this is this is like th- this is the third of our trio of stupid fucking idiots. Like 
we, we, we've been missing a piece of the Triforce for a long period. Like, this has been our best bud for a long while. Yeah. Fucking nothing. <laughs> Even Facebook knows how much we shit on that guy. <laughs> Facebook's, <laughs> Facebook's like, yeah, remember when you uh, liked uh, that guy's post? Yeah, me neither. You fucking kidding me with this guy? You're fucking blank. I'm Zelda. That's fucking Ganondorf over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fuck. And yes, I know. I take Zelda because she's Queen Bane. Smash. Oh, come on, man. I fucking love her in Smash. I don't even like Link. Oh, no. Fuck. Well, I mean, like... Alright, alright, which like am I? Which like am I? I, I, I Young wanna... Link, Toon Link, like the good Link. Oh, so the like, player right. Link, uh, like Tier we, Link. We talking Wind Waker Link. We talking Wind Waker Link for show. Like, probably right, my favorite. Right. You know what? I'm okay Link. with that. Wind Waker Link is probably the best Link. But I will take Twilight Princess Zelda with the fucking Justice Kick any day. Oh, he doesn't have a Justice Kick. Or, or Breath of the Wild Zelda with his, uh, like, milky thighs, thank, frankly. Say complexion, but I'm actually thinking he puts milk in his pockets. It's <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard, Devin. It's just goes up to a cow. It just shoots the other square to his pants. <laughs> Hold on, I need a refill. Why does it have fresh milk sometimes? It's just run down those actually <laughs> milky thighs. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. Oh. I mean, that's why we haven't seen a lot of milk in a while. You know where it's coming. He fucking he ran that ranch out of business. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll deliver your milk. And he just pours it right into his pockets. <laughs> and then he just fucking beats up their chickens and runs away. I have a headache now. Oh my god. No, stop this madness. You fucking... Let's go to modern. Let's go play cards. Oh my god. Holy shit. <laughs>